You're listening to DraftKings Network. Thanks so much for listening to the show. In the first segment, oh my God, we talk about the Chicago Fire rebrand. Seems to be going pretty smoothly. No issues are there. Not at all. Then we talk about the slots on Ibrahimovic statue and the new club he owns. Everything's going perfectly smooth there as well. <laughs> there's actually nothing. There's no conflict in this episode no. whatsoever. And then we talk about Mario Balotelli's time in Italy and how wonderful that's going. Zero conflict. And then in the second segment, we're going to be joined by Mark Frado. He is the in-stadium announcer for NYCFC. Great dude. Uh, worked in sports for a long time. Not just soccer, NBA, uh, G League, college boxing, sports, MMA. boxing, MMA. It's awesome. We have a great conversation uh, with him. So all that and more today on the Cooligans. Hi, I'm John Strong. I'm the large bald man who stands next to Stu Holden. When you watch soccer on Fox Sports, you are listening to the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Boom! Yes, we are back! Uh, All right. Nice to see you! Nice to see you, sir! Okay. That's enough. (laughs) This was great. Too much contact. Uh, That was not what was written in our contract. It says we have to make out before the show starts, (laughs) but the snow kept me away from you. Like a bad lifetime. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome uh, to the show. I hope your holidays were good. I hope your Thanksgiving went well. Yeah. Uh, And I hope you ate a bunch of turkey, and I hope your uncle said nasty stuff that you text your friends about, you know? (laughs) The usual. You say say it like uh, like said nasty stuff, like it was a kink of yours that your uncle (laughs) say stuff to you. I didn't want to say racist, but we said it. (laughs) I've met your uncles. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I hope we didn't trigger anyone and just give people PTSD. Anyway, uh, hello, welcome to the show. My name is Christian Polanco. I am Alexis Guerrero. All right, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you've ever seen. You're watching it right now. It's hilarious. Uh, Exactly. And it's not also, it's not just that. It's also what, Alexis? It's not also the gulliest soccer show of all time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Cardi B, let's do it. Uh, yes. Uh, how was how was your Thanksgiving, by the way? We, did, we didn't get to talk about this. It was great. I went to a Young M.A. concert. That All was right. dope. That was fire. <laughs> what, 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 a, what a Thanksgiving tradition. <laughs> you know, it's what I'm thankful for. Me and Young M.A. grabbed the wishbone <laughs> and we pulled. Got, got that big turkey. Got that big stuff. Yes. All right. Small, small plate, big, big portion. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it was dope. Uh, hung out with Young M.A. a little bit afterwards. That was pretty cool. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, so that was it. And then, oh yeah, then I visited family, the family, yeah, then the family, family, you know. And then whatever, people but you know, made honestly, no one in your family could rap though. So that's <laughs> no, like, where it was grandma un- got no bars. <laughs> also, she passed away actually a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Which you would assume she has, if she had bars, right? It'd be crazy. Oh, it'd be crazy. Also, she's hanging out with Biggie and Tupac right now. So if anything, she could learn. You know, <laughs> I, I would just love to see the big like mural. <laughs> the three. <laughs> just- <laughs> Biggie, Tupac, Awea, 
<laughs> she's wearing rollers and hitting. Oh she's hitting God. Biggie. You know? <laughs> she got a chocolate in her hand and a cafetero in the other. Oh boy! <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> wow. Who says we forgot how to do TV? So yes, this is a soccer show. I promise. Uh, yeah, uh, we will get to it. But yes, uh, uh, the holidays are good. I got a. I got a car. Yeah, you got that a was, car. That's my news. That's crazy. I, I've never owned a car before. You you purchased this, though. I you per- didn't, like, steal this. I didn't steal yeah. this one. This yeah. is a little, little different than my past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, had to, we had to clean that all up before we got on TV. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Look, and juvenile court doesn't even count. Right? That's uh, sealed, baby. <laughs> you ain't didn't even know about that. You're lucky sealed. I told you. Sealed up. <laughs> <laughs> like Heidi Klum used to be. <laughs> what? what? She dated it's all sealed. sealed. Oh, what a terrible joke. <laughs> It broke the writer. That's all that matters. That that's what every girlfriend of Seal says. <laughs> you sealed up, I'm girl. Sealed up. <laughs> you know, anyway, yeah. Smoke a cigarette. Yeah, I grew up in, in in New York. Never needed a car. No, what do you need a car for? But now you're living in the burbs, burbs. It snowed like a week before it snowed in Manhattan by you. Okay, it was tundra out there. Yeah. You see all them trees out there, bro. Uh, so yeah, so that that was my news, and hung out with family, and it was cool. This is the first Thanksgiving that we've had a television show. Yeah. So the, the I came in with big energy. The in laws, <laughs> big energy. How's comedy going? You tell me. Put on football sports. I'm on 17 times a day. It's just me and athletes that have lost appendages over and over and over again. Robotic hands, the cooligans. Dude, it's on a, a constant loop. That's good. That's good company. <laughs> that's good TV right there. <laughs> so that was cool. There were people. A lot of people were very uh, were, were congratulatory yeah. and supportive. Where did I see it? Your kids' devices. <laughs> your devices. Put right. on the TV. You got a Samsung TV, my guy. <laughs> my face pops up when you put that joint on. <laughs> so that's cool. That yeah. was nice. Everybody was very supportive. Right? <laughs> so can you see the different? A little bit different. Uh, but I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> It's going great. She's like, I didn't ask for anything. Well, just in case. <laughs> just flip yeah. over the Thanksgiving table. <laughs> My in-laws came in heavy. Stop putting raisins in your potato salad. I'm on TV now. Things are going to be yeah. different going forward. No more sneak raisins. <laughs> Why you think milk is spicy? We added paprika <laughs> to everything. So, so that was good. Uh, and we also have some gifts. We got some boxes hey, or packages. Well, this is an unbagging. Which is an unbagging. Which is also what Seal used to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, which one do you want to open? I'll open this one. This has like a product in it, not a shirt or whatever. Okay, so let's go go for that. Let's I'm preparing for Christmas. You used to shake the gifts Christmas time. Was know. that a you thing? What if it? Was, what, what if there's a puppy in there? You got you can't do that, man. You got to. You nah, that's how you know. Yo. <laughs> oh, no. oh my God! Look at this. No. Oh, is this what I think it is? Oh, this I, is from this is Madison from, this is Ford, Madison, who is killing the merch game. And one of the merch <laughs> that sold out that they put up, I'm not making this up, it's a potato. <laughs> they are they gave us from a pota- Wisconsin. We got a forward Madison, Madison potato. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is, this no is unprecedented. This is, I mean, merch game on... <laughs> One thousand right there. <laughs> Thank you for the postcard. It just says uh, Alexis and Christian. If you are using this potato to make French fries, please make sure you use pink salt. Up the goes. 
Because pink so because they were pink. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, dude, we should get. Do we have an air fryer? Do we hey, a, Fubo. Yeah, yeah, Fubo. Do What's we, the budget for fryers? <laughs> and now we got a microwave. You can't make french fries in a microwave. What are you? It's like when me and my sister were left home alone. It's like 11 year olds were like, I don't know, cut up a potato, put it in the microwave. All of a sudden, we got McDonald's. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, well, thank you. This is incredible. Lovely. Uh, yes. Yeah, so if you haven't, if you don't follow Ford Madison on uh, on Twitter, especially, uh, they are they're hilarious and they do a bunch of great stuff with when it comes to merch. It's and a lower league Wisconsin did, team, and they got they're, potatoes. They're, yeah, they USL uh, uh, League One. And uh, they made it to the uh, semifinal, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're the proper team. Proper team, those goes. And they have a, a huge fan base, a really cool fan base. So shout to the full Mingo. Okay. we're going. So, all right. And now we got another one. That's hilarious. We actually got the potato. Another package. Okay. I know what this, this we is. We did a- say send us food. <laughs> we meant like hey. ready to eat, but all right. <laughs> but uh, all good. Yeah. We don't mind preparing. This is uh We need a team in the hood that actually sends out like McDonald's french fries. That'd be dope. That's uh, that's called that's called Uber Eats, yeah. dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's only one Uber Eats. <laughs> okay, I know what this is. This is incredible. I it's do me- not know what it is. I, I love uh I love this is a, this is the, gonna be the lower league show because this is this Let's is do the, it. What is no this is from Providence City. No. Uh, these are the the hammer kids. I this assume kit. this is yours. This Look is one of the dopest at the kits. Beauty of this kit. you'll ever see, man. This is wild. This is really really cool. Thank How you. sick is this? Is it my size? Hey, <laughs> your boy could wear this. I can't wait for my wife to be like, take that thing off. <laughs> You're going to a family function. Thank you so much, I go, Providence. I go, look, they put your mother at the bottom. <laughs> uh, okay, so thank you so much, Providence. This is another J- Jason Riga who runs uh, who runs a team, does all the social media, all the product stuff. Providence City, uh, great, great people uh, doing great work. Do you want to know what my stuff. size is in Asia? It's yes, X, X. yes, I do. I was gonna ask you. Actually, you read my mind. X X X X O, which the is o also is, my rap name. The, the O is just like, oh my god, I didn't know we yeah. could make it this, oh. this large. <laughs> when you make oh, it, they make people this yeah. large. <laughs> so we should put both machines together to make the shirt. Uh, thank you so much, just uh, the Providence, Providence, and and uh, um, Madison. Thank you so much for Madison. Uh, incredible. Thank you so much for the for the support it's always nice to get very very swanky what well, we got we got a potato and we got a, we got okay. a dope we got dope shirts that's what we asked for okay <laughs> i can't wait for someone to send us a beat <laughs> okay we're gonna start a farm out here should we plant a potato can you plant a potato when i was a kid they put it over a cup in the window and then the things would grow out of Alexis it Alexis has no idea about agriculture whatsoever <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just don't know where his food even come from <laughs> I got no idea I know where it comes from the corner store <laughs> oh so you tell me there's a chopped cheese farm <laughs> the uh we, we we didn't get a chance to talk about this last week because yeah. we were we, we had a best, best of. of we did a best of I hope and you enjoyed that that was a lot of fun and this logo would not have made it anyway <laughs> <laughs> no we, we have to we have to be uh you know keep it real real this is yeah. why people listen to and, and watch Watch this show. Right. Is because if somebody, you know, uh, if somebody, you know, we got to reveal all the dubs. This is a, this is a dub. <laughs> this is a kind of a dub. You know what I mean? Wait, well, but dub usually means a win. What do you No, no, to? no. Like a dub. Like, yo, that's a dub. Like you lost. You never heard that before. I've, I've I have heard of that, but I, I, I feel like it's more popular when people say, uh, like for, for, w- for a win, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, that's not how I mean. 
<laughs> we just want to clarify for all the. All right, fine. If you do something the- that's mad buns, we gotta talk about it. Very clear. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Now I, I think know, that I think everybody. Now you're speaking my English. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> the <laughs> Queen's English. <laughs> yeah. By that you mean Queen Latifah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Chicago Fire revealed uh, their new badge. We we know that they are moving from. Uh, um, uh, to, to, uh, from their stadium at Bridgeview to uh, Soldier Field. Soldier Field. And remember, they had uh, they were going to change the name as well. Yeah, that was it. Was uh, you know up in the air. They didn't. People didn't know if they were going to do a full rebrand. Right. The and fans th- said no. They said we don't want the name change. We love as much as they want to change it because when you Google Chicago Fire, the NBC television show pops up, which you can watch on Fubo TV. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> uh, but you can't. You can. And you can also watch Chicago Fire, the soccer team. Yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be nice. Great. That'd be nice too. Um, well, it seems like the service has it all, uh, <laughs> including us. Uh, but uh, which we call it. Uh, they were like, no, we don't want the name change. So they were like, fine. But here's your punishment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're still gonna give you a slap on the wrist, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and yes, they revealed the new logo. They did a whole promotional campaign. They have right. a video that's like supposed to be inspiring. There's people from all over. There's players from the Red Stars in it. Right. Uh, you know, famous Chicago people, former Chicago Fire players, uh, and it is not. It's not working. It's, it's not, it has not been received well. It has not been, and look, and this is we we have all we see is what we see like uh, on on social media, right. From our friends if in Twitter Chicago. Is anything that's real life? It ain't going well <laughs> so far. Okay, the, the streets is not real happy right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, uh, they're not they're not buying it exactly. So look, I think um, this is there's been. What the, are your thoughts on the badge? The the badge. Look, I I, I I've. Had we've had this conversation with other, uh, you know, I'm not a person that's like super emotionally attached to logos and shirts and jerseys and the 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 look of of certain teams. Even if the, I love the New York Knicks, if the Knicks change their logo, I would survive, right? And that's just they me. Would never. They, <laughs> they, but there's other ones. It's iconic. It's like it's iconic. But the, I would say the Yankees is iconic, right? The Yankees Yankees change their logo, the world is falling apart, right? Yeah. That, that's, the English people at Manchester United games would have no <laughs> idea what to put on their heads. <laughs> that's how popular yeah, yeah. it is. So. I'll say this. Am I happy with the new logo? I am not. No, of course not. Right. Right. But it, 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 other people have sort of said, uh, this happens with uh, for someone like me that is not super super emotionally attached to uh, logos and badges. It's like I I just want to see see the team do well, right? The Chicago Fire right now have no designated players signed. They they have no coach. They, I don't know what is going on. That's my bigger concern ab- about the team. It's like the badge is like the last thing I'm worried about. I look. I said this on Twitter, and I, here's my thoughts. To me, uh, doing a logo in America is very simple. If you put a, a, a nicely designed first letter of the city you play in on anything. People from that city will wear it nonstop. You'll make more money on merch than you will ever make at the gate. Think about how many people have Chicago Blackhawk hats that have never been to a Chicago Blackhawk game. Right. How many people all over the world wear the NY hat? Sure. I know people that have never been to a Yankee game that wear the NY hat. People will even wear the Mets one, right? And they, uh, out of a form of charity and support. Right, because they understand <laughs> that stuff. you get to tax right off to buy Mets gear, you know? <laughs> but, like, what I'm saying is if you put the logo, and the logo somehow incorporates the city name or the nickname or the initials or the, or the first letter, think of how iconic the G for Green Bay is. Ain't nobody in Green Bay. <laughs> Did nobody live there? I mean, it's like 80,000 people at the games. I feel like there's a couple people there. 
But that's what I'm saying. Nobody lives in that town. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. population of the town doubles during the games. Something crazy like that. Wow. I might have made that. Well, up. how much sex are they having out there? <laughs> I, know, <in> right? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of championships. Uh, a lot of kids named Brett Favreau. Uh, but <laughs> what you call it? What I'm saying is, they go and do what looks like it looks like it was done on Microsoft Paint. You know what I sure, mean? Yeah. Now here's the thing. Here's what changed my mind a little bit on it. That some designer uh, made uh, made a blog post. Saying from a designer's point of view, here's what I see. And he was like, yeah, certainly it doesn't make you think of a soccer team just yet. But it's it's it stands out enough that within time that that will be something that your sort of brain is drawn to. Yeah, it it's a like- simple shape like the Hamburg has, you know, the uh, the 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 sort of diamond. The diamond yeah, yeah. Like all those things. Yeah, it seems like it's leaning towards um, what, where we see a lot of design, which is like just simplicity, right. absolute minimalism uh, and like for for me, the, the I guess the inner circle of like the the crowns or whatever, whatever it's supposed to be. So that's the city with the Latin kings. <laughs> that's like another thing, which <laughs> to me, at least for me, it's like I, I don't know. I grew up in Brooklyn. I uh, Latin kings were present there as yeah. well. I've never heard of this. Like you can't wear crowns anywhere. You didn't. You never heard of that. Never heard of that. I, okay. And, my family are Peñarol fans in, in Uruguay, which okay. are yellow and black. What gang is that? Okay. I, you know, <laughs> it's a gang that wins a lot of championships in Uruguay. I refused to wear the jersey when I was a kid. Okay. I'm not getting caught out there in yellow and black. What's wrong with you? Okay. You that I, I mean? understand. The yellow and black. Crown is also like a very but significant. But crowns I never heard. I don't know why. Maybe also just- in a city like Chicago that has the issues that's having right now with, with um, gun violence and stuff. Why put yourself in a position to even be considered? You know what I mean? Sure. I would wear... Nothing but see through if I lived in Chicago. Ooh, every, everybody would love to see that. You know what I mean? People be shoot me shots. Maybe shoot me looks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> You're looking, looking like a, a, a clear Missy Elliott. <laughs> just, just a lot of noise as I walk to the train. <laughs> as it all rubs against look, each other. It's difficult to... Um, looking like your grandma's couch. <laughs> it's difficult to uh, disregard or dismiss how angry it's making everyone right that's the I thing i also think there's nothing that could have really been done that would have made them happy uh like fully happy fully, like there's uh, no I, perfect decision i agree with that it's like look but this is the opportunity look the the chicago fire are trying to be as relevant as possible going into a new stadium they they were struggling for a long time to just get people there and this is part of it, it feeling new right it's like change Change the look, get plastic surgery, get a right? nose job, yeah. you know, have a little, you know. Instead of fixing your chin, you added a second chin. Not, <laughs> you shouldn't go to surgery for that. But I will say, like, now that looking back at the old logo, it's pretty great. It, it, it's, it's iconic. It's iconic. It's dope. The and, C is a bit of a miss there. but And, and they also changed it from uh, soccer club to FC. So now... The hope is that from a SEO perspective, people can look up Chicago Fire FC or CFFC and not be inundated with an NBC program, right? Because that's, that's really that's the big one of the bigger American issues. soccer. No, no one has to. I dare please NBC create a show called Tottenham Hotspur, <laughs> <laughs> please. Just to just to starring piss Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah. Yo, love it. Come on, you can't understand a word he's saying, but yeah. he does it well. <laughs> Tottenham Sun, you know, just something that people Google <laughs> just to annoy other people the way we as American soccer fans have to be annoyed. Just all the Chicago Fire fans. Yeah, we just we hope it works we out. We guys. hope you guys win. I know winning will solve a lot of issues. A parade will solve all this. Get a parade. Hell yeah! <laughs> all right, we'll be back. We're more after this. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to bring it with one other word from one of our sponsors, us and you. Uh, us and you, the people who support this show directly, uh, the Gully Squad. Gully Squad, you guys are the absolute greatest. By the way, we have this amazing Slack channel. It's a new Slack channel, so we have- That may or may not exist. That may or may not exist. <laughs> we have right. left 
Facebook, which may or may that may may, may or may not have existed. I certainly don't know more. <laughs> all right, but now it's on Slack allegedly. Allegedly. And if you want to get in on it, we've sent an email to all of our uh, Gully Squad members, and not everyone has responded. Yeah. So if you are a Gully Squad member and you're listening to this, yo, check your spam folder. First of all, why are we in your spam, dog? Dis- disrespectful. Mad disrespectful. We don't belong there. Nah, son. The only spam we belong with is that weird ham. Okay? <laughs> uh, and also, uh, check uh, if you're not a member of Gully Squad and you're like, yo, what, what is this alleged uh, Slack group? First of all, it's lit. It's way litter than the, than the Facebook group ever was. Yeah. It's amazing. So many things. In fact, we have an interview with Mark Fratto later in this episode, and a lot of the questions came from Gully Squad. If you want to be a part of the show at this level, all you have to do is join Gully Squad. Go on our website. Go to SoccerCooligans.com, and at the top, you'll find a Join Gully Squad button. Click on that. Anything you can do would absolutely help us. That's the money that gets us to uh, to go on all the road interviews we do, uh, all the trips. different events. Yeah, yeah. If I mean, you want to do an event in your city or with your club like we did with us, uh, FC Dallas, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, DC United. Uh, th- that's how we get all this stuff done. So exactly. it's absolutely integral. Uh, so yeah, integral. And this, uh, integral who knows? Uh, the <laughs> there's cool things in the Slack channel, especially like uh, yes, you can uh, send questions for us to ask our guests. Uh, also, my favorite, rate my pizza. Yeah, we should change it to roast your pizza because some of these pizzas people be put as trash. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. Uh, too, like, people if, send me photos of food they like, and I destroy if it. If you want to send uh, Alex, you can send Alexis pictures of your pizza or the food. Or whatever, and yeah. he will tell you why it's awful. Yo, uh, I roast the people's <laughs> Thanksgiving dinners left and right. It was and, all trash. And another cool thing is, uh, if you are a, a person who likes to travel to away games and go to other MLS cities, yeah, and, uh, and you can get recommendations from other Gully Squad members who may live in that city, it's a really really cool thing. It's kind of organically become something really really awesome, and we're it's it's like something that I'm really really proud of. So, um, so if you want to join, please do. Any money you give will help support the show. Uh, so so do that. So soccercooligans.com and click on the join the gully squad button right there at stop yeah baby we're back oh man slots on right he leaves the league we think that's it no more news items for this guy uh, he's done with the, as far as american soccer as far as making it in the news anymore right. this all he's a has-been and then he goes and gets a statue and we think look at this what a hero right <laughs> goes back to his old club malmo uh-huh. gets a statue could do no wrong in the eyes of those fans exactly never not right. not once i can't imagine what he could possibly do <laughs> that would upset these fans except for maybe one thing well he happened to do something he uh, so <laughs> recently he posted a video on Instagram of a Hammerbee kit. Which right. is their biggest rival. It's their biggest rival. And then the kit, like, it, it was like a 3D rendering. Then it, it then it flipped around and it said uh, Ibrahimovic on the back of it. So clearly he's trolling Hammerby, right? This well, is a joke. <laughs> so at least people, because everybody's been asking after he left LA Galaxy. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? They, they, you know, the rumor is AC Milan will be his next club. So when uh, Zlatan has been kind of trolling everyone else because he did the thing about, uh, you know, Spain, I'll, I'll, I'll see you soon. I'll be in Spain soon. There's a very will he, won't he vibe yeah. to this, right? Like yeah. A, like a bad sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, our Jim and Pam gonna get together. Right. That's, that's what Zlatan is, right. basically. Liz and Donaghy. Remember that one? Uh, what show was that? <laughs> that was 30 Rock. Right. You didn't watch it? Uh, oh, sure. <laughs> Great show. Okay, it was a good show. I didn't know. Anyway, anyway, Liz Lemon. There we go. All right. So uh, he posted this and people are thinking, oh, this is gonna be his, uh, his nice club. We're gonna Hammerby. Hammerby happens to be. Which the, would be horrific. Yeah, it's the rival of Malmo uh, with the club, his, his childhood club where he started at. It's like Jeter going to play for the uh, Red Sox. Okay. Terrible. Yeah, not a good move. Right. Uh, or a good player coming to play for the Knicks. I mean, we don't want it. <laughs> hey, we have a tradition here. <laughs> I mean, there's a standard we need to keep. Don't you dare come here and try 
trying to raise that standard. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so uh, so people were concerned. They were like, "Oh, he's going to go play there." And then the news actually came out of what actually happened. He is now. It's all a joke. It's all a big old joke. No, he is. Uh, he invested in Hammerby. He invested in AEG. So now he is officially a part owner of Hammerby. This is. Horrific. <laughs> this is terrible. This is bad. Malmo fans are just like, bruh. Yeah, what you doing? <laughs> and, and they don't, and they didn't, you know, they handled it a little differently than just saying, like, hey, man, why'd you do that? Uh, they, they were clearly, like, just a little upset. Because he recently had a, uh, a statue, statue yeah. uh, unveiled. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. And uh, so he unveiled the statue, but now they vandalized it as soon as this news came out. Where is the statue? The statue outside of Malmo Stadium. <laughs> so. <laughs> they have a statue of him shirtless. Yes. At the stadium just of in boxers. <laughs> just <laughs> at the stadium where that developed no, him. No shoes. No shoes. Yo. You can see his toes. It's okay. like the statue of David, but they covered up the weird parts. You know? Okay, this is Zlatan at his most vulnerable. <laughs> I'm surprised they even found a photo of him shirtless, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, those are hard to come by. But he's he's at the Malmo grounds, and now he owns the rivals. I mean, realistically, so that statue's now trolling Momo. Kind of, right? Yeah. And this is like if if the uh, the Henri statue outside of the Emirates, all of a sudden Henri like becomes buys shares in Tottenham. You know, whatever company owns Tottenham, some <laughs> evil conglomerate that owns that horrible club, the Cronkies. <laughs> no, that's Arsenal. That's our evil conglomerate. Don't you dare besmirch our evil American owner. <laughs> okay, res- put some respect uh, yeah. on the Emirates. Only, and, uh, only evil people have weird mustaches, man. <laughs> He's one of them. Hey, you gotta stay. You gotta keep. Uh, it's like you gotta stay on brand yeah. with, with, with the, being a villain. No, but they they. Uh, so the Malmo fans have um, vandalized the statue. One, uh, first of all, they set it on fire. Yeah, that's not really vandalizing. <laughs> they set it ablaze, dude. <laughs> yeah, they I re- can't believe that arsonists vandalized that house. <laughs> yeah, you know, just a little. It's not. It's not just like a little bit of graffiti putting your tag on somebody's yeah, wall. They didn't just draw like bigger nipples. On <laughs> That'd be hilarious. You know, you we'd put, all laugh. You're drawing a penis on the statue. Right. Is, that's vandalism. You draw a smaller penis because <laughs> every slot on statue is hung. It's just part of his thing. If you want me to sit for a statue, you're going to have to add a he really, little bit. He really packs it in during <laughs> when they're doing the molding. Yeah, I suggest you order a little extra copper <laughs> for this one part. But, <laughs> so, uh, but no, they set it on fire. Uh, that was the first thing they did. They said that's not vandalism, man. They set the thing on fire. That's clearly sending a message. <laughs> and then, uh, then they also uh, put uh, a, a garbage bag over his head. Okay, of the statue, and they put a, a toilet seat uh, uh, on it. They hung a toilet seat on it as that's well. That's the that's the only thing. The, the bag is a threat. <laughs> right? They covered his face with the bag. The statue's gonna be sleeping with the fishes real soon. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna send the finger of the statue to the statue's mother. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, yeah, they. Uh, I feel like the, the Swedish Malmo fans are connected. Yeah, you know. How did they know it was their kid's finger? Would you Would you know your family member's <laughs> finger if someone sent it to you? I'd be like, Yo, why'd you send me a finger? The mobster would have to say, like, I, I would No, probably, it's your kids. I, I'd ask the kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Benny, I mean, no, the kid disappears <laughs> in the center. <laughs> oh. You don't just get open communication with a kidnapped kid. 
<laughs> hey, are you okay? No, dad, my finger's missing. Yeah. Uh, he just comes home after the mob rips his finger off. <laughs> and what, tries to play video games in this scenario? <laughs> no. <laughs> sure. oh, okay. I'm the gonna... dude's gone. Your uncle's gone. Uh, look, clearly, his finger in a box. We, we think of uh, Sweden as like, uh, you know, Yes. A nice place. A nice place. Chill people. Free people healthcare. Apologizing a lot. Yeah. You know? No. This is no. no. Small cars. Ultra, a lot of IKEA. Yeah. Ultras are ultras. Yeah. No matter what city. Okay. Oh, yeah. You could be a Canadian ultra. They're angry. They're angry. They'll oh. find something to be angry about. They'll put out the fire. <laughs> Canada's like, look, all right. I'm so sorry we started the fire. <laughs> no, but this this is wild. I mean, the not only not only the fact that. Zlatan is a uh, owner of it, which is like, well, now Zlatan got owner money, which also, is crazy. Well, of course he does. And also, why are you posting a video of the kit turning around? You should be posting, hey, look, I invested in a company. I didn't know the company bought this. <laughs> oh, my bad. I had no yeah. idea. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a liquidate most of my stocks. <laughs> I mean, this really kind of uh, just reinforces this um, sort of mercenary kind of uh, attitude that Zlatan kind that of represents. We appreciate here at Cooligans, right? <laughs> you do whatever it takes for the bag. Zlatan has no loyalties to anyone. That's really what it seems like. He does to himself and his pocket. That's it. Okay. He doesn't even care if you kidnap his kid. Nah, he'd be like, yeah, <laughs> kid was eating too much anyway. <laughs> you have any idea how much healthcare is in America for that kid? He's out of here. No, it's it's a little, I'm sure the, the, the a lot of the clubs that he played for, people appreciate Zlatan for what he brought and, and the attitude, the attention, the, what, the money, whatever. It's the exposure. It's the exposure. That's the only reason you sign. But it's like, look, I understand Mamo fans being upset, but it is it is also a little bit weird that he could have been like, oh, maybe I shouldn't invest in this team. Nah, if David Villa becomes part owner of like Red Bull Group, you'd be like, what? <laughs> and that's not even nearly as bad as this. But it's not his first club. If, you know, NYCFC was not the club that he started at. You understand? BWP. Or or Jesse Marshall all of a sudden becomes part of CFG. The rebel fans would be upset. Part of or own owning a part of <laughs> owning a part of. Okay, I, I don't know. It, it would. I, I think it's um it, in this instance with with Zlatan. I think I thought Mamo was the only team like the fans that felt a little bit of like pride and ownership of like oh we helped him become what he is now and what and you're seeing now. You helped him become part owner of your rival. Now he's strengthening your rival. That's not what you developed the kid for. <laughs> but I think that's why they're upset. That's why they are setting the, the statue on fire. I'm here. I'm all for it. Do okay. whatever you want, Malmo fans. <laughs> Shouts to you guys, Malmo. Send us a kit, Malmo. Okay. I'm size XXXX0. <laughs> okay, welcome back. So we just got we just got an update. Oh our producer in our ear. That's right. They're ordering pizza. That's the update you got, right? <laughs> I think we have, we're speaking to different people. <laughs> oh, oh, I think okay. you have a different producer. No, my guy works at the shop downstairs. That's, that's what I tied this ear <laughs> thing got to. A, got a direct line. Yeah. To- <laughs> I'm directly connected to the bodega. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, apparently Zlatan to AC Milan, as as it was rumored, is is somewhat official. It's, it's kind of confirmed more, by everyone more except rep- his agent. Exactly. Oh. More reports are coming out that, uh, that Zlatan will be going to AC Milan uh, in the January transfer window so right. uh so, okay so at least we know his next move uh and maybe it's not he's, maybe he's not buying a piece of ac milan uh he's actually gonna play for ac milan but he's good he bought a piece of inter 
So I hope that's cool. Interesting strategy. Okay. <laughs> no one get mad at him, please. <laughs> While he's playing uh, against Inter, he scores on them. He's like, oh, look, I'm real sorry. It's going to really affect our bottom line. <laughs> I'm going to hear about this at the meeting. <laughs> the owner's group meeting. <laughs> what a strange uh, financial situation he's in. A little uh, bit of a conundrum. Uh, but let's talk about a, a couple other uh, rumored moves uh, to Major League Soccer from Italy. Uh, Mario Balotelli has now the- at this point it's like him and his agent are the only ones who don't want this move to happen it's like dude get out of Italy <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is I mean get out of Italy should be uh, if you're just like a black person who plays any sport is just yeah. that should be the- <laughs> a guy was at my comedy show and the, and the him and his uh, girl had like very like odd accents I couldn't place them mm-hmm. so I said where are you guys from and she said she was from somewhere in the Scandinavian region I, I forgot and he was like I'm from Italy. It was a black guy. And I was like, oh, cool. What's up, Balotelli? And he goes, hey, you know? He's like, I'm, I'm like Mario Balotelli. I'm like, you, yeah, I know. Oh, you know how much we suffer? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. I get that was just a reference. And, and his girl was like, oh, my God, he knows. Like, he's an American who knows there's black people in Italy. And I was like, how is it? I was like, what Slatan's going through, how is it for you? He's like, oh, it's not easy. And I was like, yeah. He's like, it's not easy here either. I'm like, oh, it's no, no. This yeah. isn't, you know, it's although it. New York is a little bit easier. And then but. maybe if for people who are not like, uh, you know, who maybe don't watch European soccer that much or maybe are, you know, maybe like this show, but don't watch too much soccer in general. Soccer is. is Shouts to you, though. Exactly. You're a hero, Hell first yeah. of all. <laughs> but. Uh, soccer is a is is probably the fastest way to connect to other human beings than I think any other way. Like for, for that that are not American, right? Well, I think we do two things that connect to everybody, right? Laugh, laughter is universal. Everybody laughs unless uh-huh. you're my in laws. Um, and two, <laughs> yeah. soccer, right? Everybody yeah. loves soccer unless you're American, right? Yeah. And your in laws love soccer. Oh, huge, <laughs> huge man, yeah, big Hammerby fans. Now <laughs> they go wherever Slatan goes. Uh, but no, that that has been uh, the big rumor uh, because of how of everything that's going on with Balotelli getting booed race de- dealing with racist chants at a lot of the games monkey uh, sounds monkey sounds a lot of stuff uh and uh and then even recently there was uh, another report of uh his it was it the uh, manager of the team the uh, owner the owner of the team the president pre- president of the team uh made like a very uh, you know it was after a press conference he was like leaned over the table it was like a cell phone video and someone's like, hey, man, what's going on with Zlatan? And he's like, hey, he's black. What are you going to do? Like, you mean <laughs> Balotelli? Zlatan is not sorry, black. My bad, my bad. <laughs> I, I don't know what color this statue is, but I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> no, he's mostly bronze in person as well. Um, he's like, I'm a person of color. Yeah. You know, can't you see? <laughs> no, you can't use it that way. So <laughs> tanner don't really don't make count, you. dog. <laughs> no. You can't tan and bend your way into this category, my guy. No, Balotelli, yes. Uh, he, yeah, the, the, the president made this off-color joke. He said he was trying to joke he's like well we know he's black he's trying he's been trying to clear himself we'll see if it works and they, so this is an issue where and comedians sort of as comedians we were maybe a little bit more sympathetic to this because it's like we get can, it we get the, the you're fa- taking an angle nobody no, else it's, is taking it's not the joke itself but the the literal especially from italian to english the way it was reported the literal transit translation of course can come off as wildly insensitive i'm also gonna say a joke in the, you're the president of the club a joke in this moment is trash that's yeah. that's insensitive in general and i get that that's me saying because i think i look because i think what he was trying to do was say by using the term black was like dark like you know like uh uh like dark like times are it's dark times do you know what i mean no 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 i think he was saying he was trying to like but they, but this there's also make no- himself white so that he wouldn't get hate 
Oh, okay, no, they're not. Look, they're, we're trying he to. He was break trying down. to Sammy Sosa. <laughs> we're That's to, what the bet is. <laughs> no, I, I hate to throw you people under the bus. I thing. didn't interpret. He's not our people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tanning bet your way into this category, but you can't you Sammy can't, Sosa yeah. your ass out of the DR. You can, <laughs> you can get out. You, yeah, you can be kicked out of the team. Who Trump. owns him now? <laughs> Who knows? Argentina. You're Argentinian <laughs> now, bro. No, uh, so look, the fact that we're trying to. Uh, we're, everybody's going to interpret it differently. The fact that we're trying to break down what he was trying to say is 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 a sign that it was a poor joke. Yeah. Also, right? now's not the time for humor, right? There's yeah. a terrible. He's dealing with a lot of this players stuff. going through a lot. Yeah. Now's not the time for bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, you, I'm gonna try out this racial yeah. bit with you right now, okay? There's I, a guy behind him with a rim shot drum. <laughs> hey, all right. Hey. Where are you from? <laughs> what do you do, journalist? All right. <laughs> not the best time. So. Uh, look, and and this, I think this is what fuels uh, the fire of of you know, especially American media being like Balotelli, come here. We this is America. We have no racism at all. We've never even heard of racism. <laughs> that never happened. No, what but, us? No, a war wasn't fought about it at all. But from a from a uh, you know co- comparative standpoint with American soccer, specifically MLS, MLS, he's not going to have to deal with that. Which no. is like it, w- people would hope that that is. The, the appeal, uh, at least for him. He's a great player, still has a lot of great years left ahead of him. Uh, and I think Balotelli arriving in MLS would be uh, dope. It would be super cool. The rumor is that Toronto is uh, leading that, sort of that charge of uh, of the team that he might go to. Uh, but oh, yeah, I, I'm all for it. That would be great. I'm, I mean, and there's more and more names. And this is what, you know, a lot of times when we start... He'd also be a great player here. Regardless of what he's going through, the reason why you want him to come here is because he's an incredible player. The reason he would want to come here is because you know he's not going to have to deal with this. Exactly. I, I, you would hope that the working conditions are a little bit better. And uh, also, if it does happen, it would be dealt with swiftly. The clubs wouldn't <laughs> be like... swiftly. Yeah, the, the, the clubs <laughs> wouldn't be like, we're suing him for suggesting <laughs> that racism exists, which actually happened. To who? Brescia has said that they were going to sue. Oh, they they were they're gonna sue Balotelli for like some defamation or something. Yeah, like for that? suggesting that there that there's racism happening when there's video of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, well they said they meant it ironically. Oh, oh we're back to this. It's, it's a joke sue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little gag. No, no, the racism. The <laughs> oh, racism was ironic. Oh. No, see, you just didn't get it. <laughs> Yeah, we spat at you, but we were just joking. All it right. was a bit. Hey, what is this? These P- the PC police? Ah, right? Now all of a sudden we can't be ironically racist without giving you any inclination whatsoever that it's ironic? Wow. Wow. Know, back in my day, things were... Every- so I can't ironically just tattoo all these swastikas on me? Oh, ironically? Kids are soft these days. Yeah, That's wow. all it is. Is everyone getting an effort trophy? Is that what it is? Chicharrito. That's right. Uh, in the past, he said he wants nothing to do with MLS. He's been very adamant about it. I would never go there. Why would I go there? I just go play in Liga MX if I need. If I was done in Europe, yada yada yada. Guess who now says he's willing to come back? Huh? <laughs> like he hasn't been having a, a, a much of a go right? out in Europe. He had a, a rough time in West Ham. Uh, he's currently with uh, Sevilla. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah. And it was so widely, widely reported over and over. He was just like, I'm not I will never play in MLS. 
Uh, and I think, which is odd because like if you, it, he had to have meant it because most players use MLS as a contract leveraging thing, right? Yeah. Oh, MLS is interested in me, right? Which takes your, uh, like maybe somewhat of an average player or a slightly above average player in Europe and makes them a DP in, in MLS, which means it's a little bit more money. Yeah. Right. So then all of a sudden now you have to make, you have to give a, a bigger offer for them to pick the European club. Yeah. And, but it's an interesting move um, for, I, I just, for Liga MX, for, um, for MLS. And I think that there there's signs that this they're not competing with each other as much you know what i mean like they're not fighting for these uh um mexican players as much because it's a huge um i don't what do you mean i mean like if a, a popular mexican player is playing in the u.s that's good for the mexican national team right when they go to that city uh and, and they just improve uh the, the the popularity of those mexican players while they're in the u.s i see playing. what you're saying so, so you don't need the player to play because at home. You, the, mexican players used to look down on mls and right. then all of a sudden, these expansion teams—they all start getting a bag. They start there's a little bit more money flying yeah. around. And it's like, oh, you know what? Oh, you, you know, know that thing be- I said before. I didn't mean any of it. I was just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's jokes. I, I would love, I would love to make all that money. <laughs> I can't believe you thought I was being serious when I said you was trash. Yeah, I you know, ridiculous. Yeah. Also, do you have any idea how hard it is to be trash? You know what I mean? Like, it's a good thing. It's look. I think it's a, it's a good sign for MLS that Mexican players are because look. I mean, uh, uh, do you it, think this is because of Inter Miami? Um, it doesn't hurt. I mean, I think, I think this is what it is. I think he's like, oh, I want to play on the Beckham team. I want to live in Miami. Uh, sure. Although he should just go straight to L.A. Yeah. Do you have any idea what that reception <laughs> would be like if he played in L.A.? It would be unbelievable. It would be insane. Is, uh, yeah, we don't really grasp it because he hasn't. Do you have any idea how many more torta ladies there would be <laughs> at LAFC be. matches? They would need their own section. <laughs> they would need their own supporter section. There's a, there's the a tor- safe standing. We need a safe torta. <laughs> safe torta section. <laughs> section. Yeah, it would be nuts. Because, well, yeah, he hasn't played in, in, in Mexico and he hasn't, you know, he never played in MLS. But we, we don't really grasp how popular, how huge of a figure, how beloved. Well, didn't he play in Mexico as a kid, he did. He did. I'm saying yeah. he hasn't. He hasn't been. He hasn't played there in a very long time. But he's been yeah. in Europe. But Manchester United, uh, uh, then uh, Real he, Madrid for a while. Real Madrid, exactly. Yeah, he's a popular dude. No, right? no, yeah. His his jersey collection is pretty legit. <laughs> okay, he Besides swapped West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> he swapped kits with some, uh, you know, some ballers. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so, but but hearing this move is it just definitely a, a sign that MLS is in a better place than it was when Chicharito was trashing him a couple years ago, right? It is. Well, that's the thing about MLS. Like it develops quickly, right? Like yeah. when we started this podcast and this show, right? Uh, the, the that became the show four four and a half years ago. MLS was not in a place where Chicharito would make a huge splash by choosing to come here. Now it's like, well, this is all you got left. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it, it's a bummer because he's um, he had a couple of like good games. Every time he scores, every time a Mexican scores in Europe, yeah, like it, it is. It's the equivalent of you know. Pulisic went for American fans, right? Like they they go nuts, and they support. Did you see Wolves released a green kit? Yeah, yeah, for Raul they said they have more fans in Mexico than they have in Wolverhampton. Yeah, which makes sense. That's crazy. But they, you look, the, the, they, the, the, these teams want uh, you know popularity and uh, in these other markets because they know you know it's England's a t- tiny little island. We need yeah. like, there's not <laughs> enough warm bodies to buy the stuff that we're selling. Exactly. They're like, <laughs> yo, we need to get some Mexicans up in here. <laughs> Whatever. Yo, eh? just to build the lights. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we were in Germany, remember when we uh, um, when they talked about uh, Philip Coutinho going to. 
to Bayern Munich that that was the most followers and most engagement they have ever had. Uh, he had more followers than the club had. Exactly. But it's like, but Byron was like, all right, I get used to this. Yeah. A couple, couple like, more clicks. Get a, you got cousins that want to play? Get a couple more Gutinos in here. <laughs> and Chicharito's not the only one who's coming or might come to MLS. There's yeah. a lot of Mexican players that are coming. A you player. Love, you love to see it. I love it, right? We're like, we're like the anti government, right? Like, we're, we're like, we want more Mexicans to come. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Yes, well put. Alexis. Knock down that wall, dude. <laughs> But uh, which we'll call it Pulido, who's Alan Pulido from Chivas, which is an incredible, an incredible player, striker for the team. Uh, just he's a, also like their biggest player, and also, and uh, they just announced uh, Chivas uh, put out a uh, you know a state a club statement saying uh, that he is he's leaving, but we don't know what MLS team he is going to. He he didn't mention in an interview that three teams were interested in him, but we don't know. Which I think one. he's going to San Jose. Yeah, which would make sense uh, because he, he was coached by uh, Pelado yeah. uh, before. So, yeah, I think it would be a good move. Yeah. And if he stayed, Pelado stayed specifically, I'm sure, because he got promised, like, all right, fine. We'll bring in some guys that shouldn't be accountants. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, they didn't sign anybody new last year. So he was working with like a very limited squad. So I'm sure they're looking for, he was looking for some better players, some players that fit his system a little bit more. Pulido would be one of those guys. Played yeah. really, really well. It'd, under be, it'd be devastating to San Jose if he does not go there because yeah. there are rumors like Chicago and a couple other teams. Too, so Chicago's also got to make a big splash and they have a massive, we don't think of Chicago as being such a Mexican city. It's got a massive Mexican population. Pil- shout out to Pilsen. It Pilsen is fire. Shout yeah. out to all the people who've been forced out of Pilsen by <laughs> white people. <laughs> Pilsen's a dope neighborhood. It is great. Okay. Uh, uh, so, but other things that we, we should talk about um, before we end the show. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the big news, Unai Emery getting sacked. He's gone. <laughs> it happened. No need to build. No need to put up a banner. Arsenal's uh, manager, Alexis's uh, favorite coach. Yeah. Uh, uh, let go. Look, I like the guy when he came in first. He came in. He had a great pedigree, right? Constantly went to the finals of uh, Europa League and didn't win. You did it again with us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we lost to Chelsea. The old Arsenal player, Giroud, scoring against us. Unai Emery, do you know the team hasn't won a game since October 6th? Uh, Arsenal. I can't, I can't even remember that far back. Arsenal <laughs> hasn't won a game since it was 80 degrees outside <laughs> when they in England, when they last won <laughs> this, that you can't do that. Like he, there was no system. There was no, no one knew what was happening, including the defenders. Yeah, okay. We look like garbage. Shaka. Nobody likes him. He gets booed by the fans so much so that he can't even go to the bench. He has to go and hide in the locker room because he's that embarrassed. And what does Unai Emery do? Makes him captain. <laughs> well, he then he but he stripped his captaincy after. You should have never been made captain <laughs> to begin with. Uh, the yeah. guy just had no idea what he was doing. And look, I don't think he's a bad manager. He's been giving a lot of opportunities. He doesn't have any idea what he's doing, but he's a good manager, guys. Not an arsenal. <laughs> he just wasn't built for this. All right. Okay. Like he just wasn't prepared. I don't think many. Many people are prepared for like English media to be hounding your every move. I don't like the fact that the players made fun of his accent. Oh, and yeah. Supposedly, I mean, I don't. That's know if- only for comedians. Yeah. Don't you dare! Don't take what we do <laughs> and cheapen it by doing it just as good as we do. Yeah, <laughs> like the good evening thing. I get it. I tell you, you know, when somebody yeah, but said- it's, it's messed up because even like Sky Sky Sports when they were they were interviewing him, they would say like "Good evening." Four times before that, while they're asking their question, trying to get him, trying to, to get him to say good, no, yeah, good evening. It's like a weird, like, uh, like fast food corporation <laughs> gimmick to win. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get someone to say, it. like, it's a scavenger hunt. 
<laughs> it was kind of trashy. And if the if the players are doing it fine, there's some players that shouldn't be in there. So uh, Socrates, Socrates, whatever, however you want to pronounce it. I don't know what you do. I don't want you on the team. Uh, David Luis, I loved what you did six years ago. You're done, son. Uh, <laughs> Mustafi, bruh, how you still getting a paycheck? <laughs> Mustafi. Uh, what's his name? Shaka. I don't know what you do. You're not a defensive midfielder, but you're shaped like one. It's like when I play basketball, I'm built like a power forward, but I wanted to be point guard. And they're like, bruh, <laughs> this ain't for you. you know what I it's mean? like it's like uh, ice hockey in NES when you could make the players the different sizes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But you but you could pick you could pick all the fat guys and then they'll play like it'll be like a they'll, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll be like this is I mean, look, it's super frustrating, but he's gone. And they picked Seattle Sounders legend. <laughs> That's what he's known for. That's right. Freddie Lundberg. That's right. Comes yeah. back in being basically the only gunner soldier of of Arsenal. Yes, he gets there and gets a nice draw first game. Still October 6th, baby. <laughs> look, whatever. But the, the look, still the defending was trash, but the team felt like it was in better spirits. And rumor is he's going to bench uh, uh, Lacazette so he can put Obama Yang back uh, in sort of the forward position. Okay. And Nicholas Pepe, who knows where he is. I think he got kidnapped. I don't know what happened to Nicholas Pepe. You know, <laughs> Nicholas Pepe hasn't played in how long? And the guy, was, we bought him $85 million. $85 million sitting on the bench. Get out of here. He's not even on the bench some games. Like, what's happening with Nicholas Pepe, right? So uh, Freddie Lundberg's got to figure it all out. Here's what I want. I want Pochettino. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I want Pochettino. He doesn't have a job. We have a, we have a missing uh, position. He fits it perfectly. Do it just for the bands, baby. Okay, we'll be right back, guys. Hey, everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors, Live Brief Football. That's right. The Philly-based clothing brand that makes just dope ass gear and they've got such new incredible gear which is i mean they, these guys are putting new stuff out they just opened up a location in england i mean they are huge and it's only getting better and i mentioned this before i absolutely love wearing their clothing because it's cut and sew this they're not just going and buying a box of old hoodies and screen printing stuff on it they're making everything specifically to the design of a boon it's absolutely incredible one of my favorite brands to wear and every time i wear it, people are like yo where did you get that my wife is like oh i like the material He's put in so much thought and so much extra steps into stuff. There's like hidden pockets and stuff. I don't know what you want to carry in there. Carry hey, whatever you want. He hey, is from hey, Philly. None of my business. You know, he is from Philly. You know what I mean? Can't <laughs> trust him. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's carrying batteries to throw at other sports players. Uh, but what I love about their brand is it's it's soccer and hip hop. It's it's exactly who we are as a brand. They've got some really classy stuff. They've done the collab with um, Sporting Kansas City, uh, Portland Thorns. And if you want to get any of this for someone for the holidays, he's giving you 15% off your first order. All you have to do is put in Gulliest, G-U-L-L-I-E-S-T, Gulliest, and you're going to get 15% off your first order. So you'll fill that shopping cart, my guy. Exactly. So make sure you go to livebreathefootball.com and, and the football is spelled the Spanish way, F-U-T-B-O-L, livebreathefootball.com. Yeah, Thursday. <laughs> Come on, bringing that Thursday energy. We got that Thursday energy. <laughs> we slept all Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> because we expended all of our energy on Tuesday. Right. And by the way, we slept right here. <laughs> We're like, oh, we need the studio for something else. I said, no, you don't. Okay, work around my body. <laughs> yeah, I need my beauty sleep. <laughs> 
And then somebody's like, how many hours could that possibly be? And I said, no jokes. Not while I'm sleeping. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. All right. We are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you've ever seen in your life. This better be. Okay. I dare you. Find another one. I dare you. <laughs> we, we dare you. Send me a link. <laughs> I'll put my email address on screen. <laughs> put it right there. Gullius at gullius.com. Because we're not just the funniest. We're also the gullies. That is right. And today we get the show's getting gullier, uh, gully as ever, because <laughs> yeah. uh, we have we are joined by our uh, esteemed guest, the nicest dress guest we've had here. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, because, uh, you know, Grant Wall came in here looking like a bum, like he just finished <laughs> jogging. <laughs> Damn, Grant, try. There's we always roast Grant Wall. Yeah, know. He's the nicest guy. We're the only ones allowed to wear sweats. <laughs> no, I think you wore trousers. You seem very nice. He's a great guy. Great dude. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. before we trash our Prass guest. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. He's going to be in the next episode. We'll trash this guest. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry. Everybody gets it eventually, but not when they're here. So they can't rebuttal. Uh, yes. But this guest absolutely amazing. We met him. I met him. I sat next to this guy at watching the first ever NYCFC match. At a place that no longer exists because they owed half a million dollars in taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to NYC. I love this place. Uh, not only that, but he became and, and was the in-seating announcer for NYCFC. Yeah. Plus, and now a whole bunch of other stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, let's drive and put your hands together for the one, the only. And we'll, we'll be the third sexiest voice on this show. <laughs> Mark Frado, everybody. Hello, Mark. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, I had to dress up a little bit. You guys are dangerously close to Hudson Yards over here, which is the new cool part of town here on the fancy. west side of Manhattan. Yeah, so yeah. I had to step it up a little bit. And you know how judgmental all the folks around right. here are. Yeah, especially on a day like today. <laughs> on this Thursday. The Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I love when I go down there, people just hand me their trays and garbage. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't work here. I'm allowed to dress like this. I'm on TV now. <laughs> uh, Mark, thank you so much for joining us. This is really cool. We've, uh, we've like uh, Alexa said, we've known you for a, a couple years and you know, I, I think the first time I met you was at um, an NYCFC event with um, uh, was Patrick Vieira was there. You were like um, kind of emceeing uh, the event. Was it uh, soccer in the city? Soccer right? in the city. Something like that. So you sort of uh, not only are you the in-stadium announcer, but you sort of, uh, you know, because uh, sometimes at, at a lot of these events, sort of the, the face of NYCFC, people get, are interacting with you. You're, you're asking them questions. You're doing the Q&A and stuff like that. So I think the first question, how, uh, because based on your career, it seems like soccer was not really your background, but then a soccer team came to Yankee Stadium and boom, and you're there. So how'd that happen? So uh, a couple of years ago when the the club was coming to New York, you know, New York proper and coming to Yankee Stadium, uh, I got in touch. Already with shots fired. <laughs> so New York proper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got that Thursday energy right yeah, off the Thursday game. That Thursday thunder. So we're going to bring that up <laughs> right away. But uh, yeah, I, I saw uh, that the club was coming in. It was something that I took a lot of interest in. Um, I, I actually, I had an interview over there at the, you know, 603rd Avenue where their yeah. offices are. Um, I didn't know if it was going to be an interview or an audition. Right. So I wore a blue suit and I wore the, you know, blue and light blue tie and was ready to Just go. Just gave me a full kit. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the high socks, yeah. exactly. Wore, Just stabbing a rival I wore some fan. indoor, some indoor uh, shoes, you know, I didn't want yeah, to, you yeah. know. You're juggling about a soccer, soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But no one would ever believe that. Nobody's ever seen me actually play soccer yeah. would ever believe Man, that. Man, you but, both, uh, baby. I come, uh, you know, what I told them, uh, the same thing I'll tell you guys. I, I never owned a scarf until... 
I got my first New York City FC one, right? I didn't have a European club. I didn't have a Premier League team. Uh, you know, my interest in soccer was always, I spent 15 years in college athletics. So I was always around really great college teams. Maryland, when I was there, yeah. you know, certainly perennially year after year, they're very good. St. John's, I was there for nine years. Uh, St. John's just uh, just lost in the NCAA tournament this year. I mean, they're good year after year after year. And when I was in school, I went to SUNY Geneseo State University in New York, all the way upstate, mm-hmm. where it's even more wintry there today than it is here on the west side this Thursday. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> terrible yeah. snowstorm this Thursday. <laughs> so I was I was the basketball and soccer and hockey and uh, lacrosse announcer there. That's that was my student job all the way through college. So. You know, my roommates were the soccer team, you know, we soccer players and basketball players and hockey players. So we all got close during that time. So I've, I've always been a fan of soccer, but just never at this level, either MLS level or world level. You know, my interest always, you know, peaked when Team USA was in, uh, sure. you know, the World Cup, stuff like that. But um, yeah, this has been my my most thorough, you know, my deepest soccer involvement. And it's been great. I've really loved it ever since the first match, ever since the first away match when Alexis and I were trying to save that local establishment yeah, sure. by trying to contribute as <laughs> yeah. much possible you know toward our tab right. to try to dig them out of that hole and that they based were on in. how much they charge per beer we could have paid off that tab <laughs> i thought i thought the problem was solved yeah. just based on our performance alone that yeah. day i remember this so alexis and i were sitting uh, at the bar in that establishment and mm-hmm. i remember thinking next week i'm going to be the announcer for new york city football club and i'm going to you know have however many tens of thousands of people out there yeah and that kind of crystallized or became real when we were watching that match at Orlando City and there were, you know, 40,000 people there. Sure. Yeah. And I said, oh, my, I said, I think I better have another beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all going to be hearing my voice. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that was that was going to be a big deal. So uh, and I was thinking I'm going to steal his microphone and they're going to hear my voice as well. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. <laughs> no, we're going to pirate radio our way in there. <laughs> but, but Christian, to your point, so... Um, you know, when Alexis and I, you know, met, I was a, a guy at a bar. I hadn't announced a match yet, but, uh, you know, actually when a lot of people that I met, maybe yeah. that's how that goes. But, uh, you know, but those soccer in the city events and the events where I've been able to kind of get out there and, and meet the fans, those have been some of the greatest things, you know, some of the greatest uh, things that have happened for me when it comes to New York City FC, because at Yankee Stadium or when we have the matches other places, I'm, I'm in the booth heavy security oh, to sure. keep people like Alexis from stealing that microphone <laughs> or sense. getting that access to it. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually a guy named Ken at Yankee stadium. He's the best. He's our yeah. guy right outside the door, you know, to make sure that no funny business occurs, you yeah, know? Yeah, so, yeah. uh, but and he's when, in the funny business. So he's, yeah, sense. He, all sorts of fun, yeah. not just this, I but come all up sorts. with a lot of bits. The guy's not laughing. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not doing it. No, he's stonewalls here for no stonewalls. Yeah, yeah. He's got the poker face at all times. I do love it because, uh, you know, you, you care deeply about the club and it's interesting coming from, uh, you know, maybe, a background that you weren't really following the sport and the league in general right and to to now like you know when we the 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 nycfc game in the playoffs and we were taking the train together i'm like hearing your voice i heard the sadness in it in the in the stadium it 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 felt very real and very palpable yeah you know uh obviously uh, i love it much more when we win and as the announcer i'm selfish too i love it when we win and when we score a lot of goals right so the best part for me is when we score goals and when i get to make that call and i hear the entire fan base you know echo the last name of the goal scorer i mean that's that's the the best part 
of the uh, of the you know the game experience for me, the match day experience. So soccer's a bit more like you just mentioned it with the fan base. Soccer's a bit more sort of call and repeat. Like as an announcer, you're not just announcing what's happening. A lot of times the the fans are sort of reacting to what you're saying. Get involved. Does that happen on any of the other sports that you uh, sort of call? I mean, I can imagine that happens with boxing. Well, so um, you know, I think soccer's a game of peaks and valleys. I, my baseball coach in high school used to say that, and I think it's true about baseball. It's true about soccer as well, right? There's there's constant action. There's constant activity, but you know, it really builds to a crescendo or really hits like a high mark, you know, when there's goal scoring chances or, you know, when there's uh, you know, different soccer moves or defensive plays in the middle of the field, you know, ball changes possession or, or whatever. So, uh, you know, I think, I, I think there's peaks and valleys and I think you have to be a, almost like a, an intelligent or educated fan to really appreciate soccer. I'll say that until I got in that chair at Yankee stadium for New York city FC, I didn't appreciate soccer as much as, I do now, you know, having seen it, you know, this many matches over, you know, over the last five years. So I think I appreciate the game a lot more. I definitely understand it a lot more moving with the ball, moving away from the ball and, uh, you know, just getting ready for those opportunities for those moments, you know, that are going to happen. I announced now for the Washington Wizards and the first, which is huge. Congrats. Thank you guys. Thank you. The first game that I announced at home, we lost 159 to 158. To the Houston Rockets, we scored 158 points, and unfortunately, we didn't come away with the victory. Can you imagine yeah, a yeah. soccer match with 150? <laughs> uh, you know, so it's I a different. I did see USA versus Cuba. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty close. So kind of close. So, was, when it comes to to soccer, more than any other sport, I think there's a real premium on scoring. So, if you're the announcer, and like yeah. you know, during that two hour time period, you know, it's maybe going to be the one goal. You know, your one chance to to do your thing and to to feel that frenzy from the fans. Uh, that was good alliteration, but yeah. you guys, did you guys write that down? Right. We'll um, save it. Yeah, no, no, appreciate that. Yeah, clip that part. Yeah. So that. Uh, no, so that's you know, I, you value those moments as the announcer. You know, just right. like you guys value those those moments as uh, as fans. You know, you you wait for that big play. And uh, after 115, are you just like, and another one? We get it. (laughs) So, actually, that that obviously that was my first one. It was my first, uh, the home opener for the Wizards. And James Harden went for 59. If you guys know James Harden, I mean, it was unbelievable to watch. uh, Who never heard of him? Yeah. Well, and 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 Bradley Beal for our side (laughs) had 46. I mean, it was just, it's the the thing about the Wizards right now. And and just to put in a plug, I know Christian's guys wearing that. uh, Yeah, we're both mixed fans. We got nothing to root for. Yeah, well, you know, (laughs) let's go. We're winning something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but we gonna win, baby. Uh, the, the excitement for me now is the Wizards announcers were, I think, second or third in the league in scoring. So every game feels like a heavyweight fight, whether we win or lose. You know, we're gonna put up sure. 130 points. That's one of the things that I've really liked about New York City FC. Right, we were a high scoring yeah. team when it comes to you know when, when it comes to wins, when it comes to losses, sometimes too. Yeah. Was, other than the first year, it was also a lot of wins at home. Yeah, it would, yeah. yeah, which is true. Also, I, I think I get credit, a little bit of credit for that. Of course. So, yes, no, so, yeah, we were going to bring it up, but I'm mostly. Like, Via <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did want to ask you uh, specifically about calling that first game for NYCFC and how that felt. We were there. It was against uh, the the New England Revolution. That's right. Uh, I believe Via got both goals. No, Via got one goal. And Patrick uh, Mullins. Patrick got the, Mullins got the, got the other one. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, that was that was an incredible game. I remember being there. Uh, Yankee Stadium, I think, was sold out. There was a lot of people there. A lot of people. It was a very uh, big game. And uh, it felt like this this sort of uh, monumental uh, moment for the Bronx, for New York, for New York soccer. For soccer in America. Uh, so, and what what did you think uh, before uh, the game started and then after? How did you feel? Uh, I thought it was an incredible experience on a couple different levels. One, you know, there's all those fans. You know, we had sat there the week before and we watched Orlando City, you know, that, that match on the road. 
and uh, you know, just all those, the fans. And, and so, so you guys know we're there for a production meeting a couple hours before the start of every match. So you're there for you know, three hours ahead, you know, before the, uh, you know, before the opening yeah, yeah. match, but then you're also there, you know, probably two hours before the first fans get into the building. Right. So to see it go from zero people to, you know, whatever it was, 30 something, 35,000. If, if I remember correctly, it was like 36, 37, something yeah, like that. There was, yeah. there was a nice buildup, you know, and then for me personally, you know, I, I mentioned before, you know, when I was at Geneseo, I lived with, you know, the soccer players and hockey players and basketball players. So a couple of the guys that were on the soccer team that had helped me prepare for my interview with New York city FC and helped me kind of get ready for the season. They, came down from the rochester new york area oh wow you know, i had a couple other people on the you know a couple other like you know like some of my best friends were in the stands so you know so that helped and then to see it fill with you know a couple of my best friends and thirty six thousand other people you know, that, that was a pretty exciting <laughs> you got a lot thing. of friends mark a yeah. lot of people showed up <laughs> I, I, I click get credit for uh, five people I <laughs> the and then uh you know via broke through and he scored that first goal and it was just it was it was unbelievable and i was supposed to let the fans respond with Via's last name. Yeah. But nobody was really used to it. I don't know if you guys remember this, but nobody got used to that for about four full months. <laughs> we actually spoke about this when it wasn't happening. You're like, I want the fans to say the last name. But, but it just sounds like you're like, goal scored by David. We're on a first name basis yeah, now. Mark. Like, Mark, Mark is just chummy with everybody. Yeah, well, or uh, where'd they find this guy? He doesn't yeah, even yeah, know yeah. his last name. Yeah. You know, what's wrong with this? But I did on that first one ever. Uh, you know, the the place was so loud. I don't know if anybody even noticed it, but I said Via on that first one. Yeah. I haven't said the last name of a goal scorer since. Okay. But I said, all right, guys, I'm going to take the first one. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll give you guys four months You're to like, catch up. This is on. Mark's moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious. <laughs> Does that make the job a little bit easier? Do you get half a paycheck? Because you don't have, you don't got to say the full name. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's made up for in tips. Okay. So good. They're, yeah, they're it's really a good system. They, they got the bucket they pass around. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Great first names today, Mark. Here's five. <laughs> when in the in the beginning of the match, when you call out the opposing players' names, uh, sometimes the fans will yell, "You suck!" At right. the end of each, is that something you were prepared for? Is that something you sort of understand? Like, all right, something is about they they usually yell stuff because I, I don't think I've ever seen that at an NBA game. I don't think I've ever seen that at a baseball was, game. So in in college athletics at Maryland, you know, we, they certainly did things like that. The, the students would have the student newspaper out and they'd read the newspaper while, you know, the oh, opponent lineups okay. were coming up. Hilarious. Um, you know, I, I you know, we're, we're there. And I think New York City FC, I think, and, I, and I'm, I'm not I don't mean to blow smoke or anything like that. But New York City FC does a lot of things, I think, to accommodate the fans in terms of the match day experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys can agree or disagree or uh, you know whatever you guys want to no, think we're not we're not going to mess with your money <laughs> <laughs> no, i appreciate that no, no. but uh but yeah no i mean so if, if if fans do something organically like that or you know i'm not sure if you know that's something that you know some of the supporter groups just came up with on the first sure, day sure. or whatever you know i'm uh, you know i heard that going on and i tried to you know give it a cadence so they could get that in. And then okay. the echo comes across and I go on with the next game. Unless the director's in my ear saying, Hey, we're going to miss kick with TV. Can you pick yeah, it up yeah, a little yeah. bit? That's the only time when I kind of just keep it going. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I mean, I like that. I love that. That's one of the things that I've really appreciated about our fans. You know, these past five years is how involved they are, how involved the club 
you know, wants them to be, you know, I think, I think that's been a great thing. Soccer fans are much more interactive than a lot of other fans in a lot of other sports. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Like the fact that uh, you probably have a, a maybe deeper connection with uh, soccer fans in this shorter amount of time than, uh, than probably other sports, because they seem to be, they're much more kind of uh, involved and, and passionate. I, was that a little like startling at first? No, I, you know, I think that's, that's, you know, that's the reputation. I had never really been to a lot of soccer matches before other than the college ones, but the ones that, the college matches for the Maryland Terrapins and St. John's were kind of, you know, microcosms of sure. of that experience. So they're like that. I, I think it's great, though. I think it's it's really unique. I mean, the the chants and the songs and all the stuff that happens. You know, I, when we were talking about soccer before, I said it's kind of like a game of peaks and valleys. So like the songs and the chants and everything that builds up, you know, during, you know, during the valleys where you're waiting. for. I've the- actually I went to an Islanders game a couple months ago and they have a supporter section. Well, they have banners. They have like it's exactly like soccer, it is, but it's like it's like twelve people. But they're like really trying to get this going. But it's difficult to get hockey fans that excited about the same way that they, that soccer also, fans are. I think it's impossible in almost any other sport to like constantly sit in the same seat. Like soccer fans, you go for every match. Like that's a thing. I don't think that if you go to the Knicks game and you pick a random seat, I think every match, every game, it's somebody else sitting in that seat. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Unless you have season tickets. Unless, but even then, you're giving most of them away. Which we both do uh, right. because we're very wealthy. Also, and if <laughs> we're, hold on, we're lying. Send us some. Uh, yeah, send us season tickets, Knicks. What are you yeah, doing? So we, we're wizards. We'll go with oh, him. Oh, yeah, Come on down. Yeah, yeah. let's take an Amtrak. Let's do an episode on the road. Let's do it. Dining car, and then we'll, we'll go there. Yeah. I did have a, a question. We got a question from one of our fans, one of our Gully Squad members, Mike Thomas. He did ask, uh, what's the PA announcer's worst nightmare? Voice cracking, mid-announcement? Is that one of the... So I one of the games that toward the end of the season, my voice cracked, and Dylan Butler, who's a reporter from... He's a St. John's guy, so yeah, I've known him from those days, but he's... Uh, reporter for i think mls.com he noted that on his twitter feed he goes you know it's a big one when uh you know when fratto's voice cracks in the middle of a, a goal announcement and yeah i said we'll send some whiskeys to the press box let's get, yeah. let's get that going loosen up nice. a little therapy yeah exactly that deep voice mark fratto yeah let's get that going i mean it seems like there isn't uh, i mean for for the most part when you hear the like the voice coming on in the in the stadium it has to be somebody with with a, a calming presence some poised right and i and i sort of sense that from you i don't i don't sense mark fratto getting rattled uh very no, often mark is stoic yeah well there i don't know about that there's i mean there's some <laughs> maybe i'm lying who knows <laughs> there's i mean I, i'm feeling all the feels you know that's that's how that's going to go during the course of a match or during the course of a season um there are some announcers out there that will announce the opposing team's stuff like they're sad. And I think that's like, I think that's so bad. I think that's so like, it's so Bush league. It's so like, you know, they'll, they'll say, Oh, there's a gold bashing yeah. Schweinsteiger. Like it's like <laughs> yeah. they're Eeyore or something like that. You know, like that's, and that's, that's just not, you know, I try to do the opponent's stuff professionally. That's all sports that I do, mm-hmm. you know, and then our stuff with, you know, obviously with a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of, you know, energy, and, like yeah. it's the NBA all-star game every single yeah, time, you know? Sure. So, Uh, And I think like, you know, Christian, like you said, like, you know, sometimes when when I'm not excited about an outcome or something like that, you can hear it a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the Eeyore kind of. No, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. But it was the it was genuine. That's really the main. You don't necessarily 
sense that in other sports that where the announcers like emotionally invested in the result of the game. Yeah, you're not like NYCFC lost. Ain't this some shit? You're not going that far. <laughs> not I had so my first boss in college athletics, like I would ask him, like, oh hey, can I say this? Oh hey, can I say this? And there were some things where he would say, well, you can. But you can only say it once. <laughs> yeah. You know, meaning like that would be it. it would yeah. Be yeah. Weird. I feel like that. you've been in production meetings here for this show. <laughs> <laughs> we are here with Mark Fratto, who announces not just the NYCFC games, but so much more basketball, boxing, MMA now as well. Correct. Um, when you, So as you add more of these things, do sometimes... Like, have you ever been in an MMA fight and be like, that's a red card? Like, something sneaks out. That's not allowed at all. You know? I do, you know, I, I do, I write myself cheat sheets, uh, particularly when I'm doing like college basketball versus G League versus NBA. You know, the rules are different. So I write myself like little cheat sheets just on the desk or whatever. I always write down the name of the, the teams. Believe it or not, not that that's something you're going to forget, but just right. if you're doing a million things, you know, and, you know, you, you're going to say, you know, whatever foul called against the Maryland Terrapins. And just because yeah. you've said it so many times, yeah, yeah. and you know, it's the St. John's Red Storm or it's the Syracuse Orange or whatever, you know, that's yeah, yeah, like yeah. a New York City FC or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Like you get you get the opportunity to call somebody different. What what is uh, what do you think is like the sport of the the uh, the sort of thing that you call that has the most interactivity with you? Like what is the one that, that makes you? Uh, uh, sort of work the hardest. So, I, I mean, I, I like a lot of the different things that I do. I'm really, really fortunate to to do a lot of those things. You know, I love our Westchester Knicks days because we set up the full production. So we're there hours in advance, setting up the cameras and setting up all the audio equipment, setting up all that stuff, you know, and then uh, toward the end of the day, before I started doing the Wizards games, you know, then I put my suit on and I announced we have a Facebook series with boxing called Fight Night Live. And it's the same situation where I'm running cable and a T-shirt and jeans until, yeah, yeah. you know, about an hour and a half before ready to go on air. Then I put my tuxedo on and then I, you know, jump into the ring and do that sort of thing. Um, soccer has been great. You know, we talked about the interactivity between the fans and the, the passion that, that I share with the fans that's palpable from second to second and moment to moment. Uh, you know, and then New York city FC helped me to realize a lifelong dream for myself, which is to announce at Yankee stadium, you know, so that's something that, that I'll never forget. Um, big fights at the garden, are always, you know, a great thing for me to be a part of. Usually that's where I'll announce six or seven fights and then turn the microphone over to Michael Buffer, you know, the most famous and yeah. richest and handsomest announcer of them all. <laughs> yeah. So I hand it right over and, you know, and You're he... You're required to say that about him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm that's actually his middle name. <laughs> yeah, that is. You have the richest, that. handsomest. <laughs> Michael Buffer. No, but I mean, it's been great. And he, I, I've probably done, and you know, uh, about 20 fight nights with Michael Buffer. And he, I mean, he's super nice and really helpful in terms of, you know, career stuff and uh, just kind of great, you know, what kind great of great person sitting yeah, next to well, What kind of guidance do announcers get? What does Michael Buffer say? I'm going to take you under my wing and help you out. <laughs> He's going to be like, you ain't got it, kid. This is all my money. <laughs> okay, you don't got the pipes. You know? so, uh, a lot of people do Michael Buffer impressions, and those have to be two of the most unique Michael Buffer impressions that I've ever heard anybody do. Yeah, yeah. Michael Buffer. This is Michael Buffer. Think, he grew up in Staten Island. Yeah, when he's, when he's yeah. off mic, he yeah, picks yeah. up like uh, Paulie D's accent. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is the real Michael Buffer. You don't know Michael Buffer the way we know Michael Buffer. You know Polish Michael Buffer. We knew him before he was all buff. You know what I mean? Well, somebody straightened out my boat, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. I swear to God, you touched my shoes one more. Anyway, <laughs> no, he's uh, so he's been great just in terms of kind of guidance. You know, like what uh, you know, what shows to take, what shows not to take. You know, he'll give you honest opinions about uh, compensation and stuff like that. You know, because 
um, you know, as you're kind of finding your way, there's there's people that won't be real with you. You know, they'll, they, they won't give you that kind of solid advice. Then you never learn anything. You never grow and you get taken advantage of until the point where, you know, where you, you may not be, um, you know, and then in boxing, there's no script. Right. You know, so every I pattern my boxing script, my intros and decisions and knockout announcements and stuff like that. MMA stuff, too, over, you know, fights that I've watched him do on YouTube. You know, there's no script. New York City FC, I got a script. It's like 80 pages. The NCAA tournament, when I'm at the final four, I host the press conferences and yeah. have all the coaches and the student athletes up there. 600 reporters out there. It's like being like in the White House, but like way better and way bigger, way more fun. <laughs> yeah. And not at yeah. all like being at the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, nothing. Like <laughs> yeah. So except that, you know, you sit up there and <laughs> do yeah, the yeah. thing with the, the podium and the dais and all that. Uh, that. I mean, that rule book for me alone is 28 pages. You know, with boxing, there's nothing. It's the Wild West. So, you know, even advice when it comes to what to say and when to say it, um, you know, he's been great with stuff like that. It, so. it, it almost seems like in boxing, they they want it to be disorganized and messy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Those are always like the viral moments when the when you ask a question that's even like it's just like mildly polite, and the boxer loses his mind. Who's you know? the guy that? Who's the guy who uh, who who sounds uh, like with the impression we just did of Michael Buffer? I can't remember. He does a lot of like uh, commentary for boxing. I can't remember, but he sounds like he wants to fight the boxer. <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about? Like he's next to Max Kellerman all the time. I can't yeah, remember his name. I short his name too. Short white hair, but he's like, I'll tell you, can't. When I was your like a lot of it is like, it's like this guy needs to calm down. I like this yeah. guy. You mean uh, the, the great Harold Letterman? He was a boxing judge and yes. then he was a commentator. He yes. always came in with the scores, you know, and uh, yeah, and and he would give his opinion on who won the last round yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Recently passed away, but uh, oh, yeah, no, no great guy, but definitely, definitely opinionated. And that's what that's what made him great, yeah, you know, right up until his last, you know, the last uh, time he was on HBO, so probably in his. Coffin right now, punch. <laughs> yeah, still <laughs> punch marks inside that coffin. Yeah, still spirited, still got yeah, it. Wherever, wherever he is right now, he's still. What has is it. for someone who does a lot of announcing and in stadium announcing? Like, what is what is the goal? Like, as a player, you want to you know win the big championship. Is it for you to get the chance to call the big games? Like, what is the big sort of thing that you aim for? Yeah, you know, I, I think for sure. Uh, I think um, you know, it's like anything else, like any other job or you know any other thing. You know, where you're an athlete or you know, which I'm certainly not. But you know, any, no, you're speaking <laughs> to two right now. So for, yeah, exactly. Very elite. elite <laughs> um, but it's like anything else. You have to follow the steps. Right. So I started, you know, in, in my division three school, you know, even before that, I started at Our Lady Lords High School in Poughkeepsie. Uh, I was on the baseball team and I was on the cross country team and I wanted to try out for JV basketball. And my my teammates from baseball just said, like, bro, just don't yeah. please don't try out like you're going to get caught immediately. So <laughs> they said, be our announcer and announce us like. Michael George, six foot six from North Carolina, you know, so yeah. I used to do that stuff in high school. Then when I went to college, you know, I did my division three sports and then um, I went to grad school at Maryland and I started out with softball and field hockey. And then I moved my way, you know, kind of up to doing basketball and football games. And then, uh, you know, continued my announcing at St. John's. And then when I left college athletics full time, uh, you know, happened to be the first season of the Westchester Knicks and the first season of New York City FC. So I was able to kind of, you know, take those steps and, and do those things at the, uh, you know, become an announcer at the, you know, pro level. And for major league soccer, it was my first major league gig. So that, pretty great. that was a cool thing. So it's yeah. been major league soccer in New York City FC and Yankee Stadium. I mean, it's hard to beat. You know, it's yeah. been the, the culmination of my career in a lot of ways. So I'm grateful for that opportunity and, uh, you know, try to make every, every goal and every match count. And uh, I think since, uh, uh, since the club began, I think I've only probably missed about five matches and I've only missed them for the final four, a uh, couple of big fights. And, um, 
one wedding that I went to that I, you know, that I wanted to make sure that I was uh, at. We no actually, God. and they so, divorced now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It ended up not being worth it. Sorry guys. Sorry fans. Um, but I actually, so our home opener was the day after my wedding two years ago. So we all came to the, you know, after we got married, uh, my wife, Kristen and I got married upstate where I grew up. We had the reception at Chelsea Piers. And uh, yeah, I was in the booth the next day Wow! with my family and Kristen and everybody was uh, kind of like that Delta. Sorry, microphone. Yeah. And I'd, uh, I'm not used to being around microphones. Yeah, yeah. No, it's new for you. <laughs> yeah. Brand new. Were your um, in-laws just standing there as you're calling the game, like arms crossed? No, angry? they had a great time. They had, And uh, I think it was a win. I care. It was very cold. But <laughs> I have a question because a lot of people like athletes prepare their bodies for the game they're going to play. Right. Your your pipes. Right. Your voice. This is how you make your money. But you're not like a singer, right? Like, how do you prepare? Are you more like a cigar and whiskey not, kind of a guy? Not today. <laughs> we don't want to, no. no presumption. I don't know why he's capable of. I mean, maybe you croon on the weekends, <laughs> but you have like, you have a deeper voice, right? Like we, we, we podcast and do a television show for a living. Uh, we're, we're comedians. I don't necessarily prepare my voice, but I've had moments where I've overused it and I've had to sort of like take that. Uh, what is that? That's that spray to help uh, sort of throat coat, all that stuff. Yeah. What was it? Fluorocept? Chloroseptic. That's not a word I would have ever used. Thank you, producer, for putting that in my hair. Uh, but Product you, placement. Nice job. <laughs> I'll do it next time. What do you prepare? Brought what to you it? by Chloroseptic. <laughs> what do you do? Tea with honey? Like, what is your thing? Uh, I'm a, you know, kind of a just a drinking water kind of guy. I make sure that I'm hydrated. Um, it's kind of funny. So I'm, I'm certainly not an athlete. I haven't been one for quite some time, but um, I box at Gleason's gym. I always say I'm the worst boxer at Gleason's gym. It's a great boxing gym and I'm ranked 1200th out of 1200 fighters that, <laughs> yeah. uh, that are there. Uh, when I'm, uh, when I've been training, you know, it's easier for me to believe it or not. It's easier for me to do a lot of games in a lot of weeks, you know, um, when the schedule gets uh, gets packed, you know, if I'm in you know better health and in better shape, then uh, I think I'm a better announcer. Uh, I don't know if that's just a mental thing or if that's you know a physiological thing, but uh, but it does help. But yeah, I just I drink a lot of water and uh, you know and I and I try to stay away from the whiskey or the cigar bars or whatever. You know, if I have a couple of days uh, between, that's a different story. But it, you know, if I have a number of things coming up in the same week, yeah, I gotta gotta take care of that and make sure that I'm getting good rest and drinking a lot of water. And Look at that, Alexis! Somebody preparing things. to do a job professionally. Yeah, well, I guess we just have different bodies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I perform better when I am drinking whiskey and smoking cigars. <laughs> Some days it, it depends. Yeah. It depends. Do you have but, like quiet moments at home where you're like, nobody talk to Mark for the next two hours? <laughs> well, we have a 15 month old yeah, that he's getting his yeah. teeth. Yeah, so there's not many. They're very few and far between these days. It's not paying attention to the rules. (laughs) Uh, We talked about this. I think he doesn't, uh, my speeches and lectures are lost on him right now. You've been doing this for 15 months. At some point, you got to listen. You pick it up by now. Uh, There was another question we have from another Gully Squad member. Uh, Shouts uh, to the Gully Squad for these amazing questions. uh, Felix Palat, he did ask, um, uh, which booth is the most comfortable and, and best acoustic? So where's the best uh, maybe it might not be Yankee Stadium. Is there any other place that you've worked that uh, you feel like, oh, man, I'm in my zone. This place is perfect for me. Very comfortable. Uh, there's, you know, I mean, a lot of these places I've, I've done, you know, especially in boxing, I've done church basements and like some, you know, some really bad places kind of on the Are way. Are you doing up. like bare knuckle fights? Or what's going on? <laughs> yeah, occasionally. We're in the backyard of Steven's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, weren't you the host of bum fights? <laughs> yeah, stayed away yeah. from that one. <laughs> this boxer coming from underneath the bridge, <laughs> weighing in and depends on how big a jacket he's wearing. Yeah, so like everything else, you know, announcers have career arcs as well. So yeah, I, can yeah, always, yeah. I can always look forward to that maybe on the downslope, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. but, uh, 
<laughs> but I really know. I, I think Yankee Stadium sounds great. I think, uh, you know, Madison Square Garden sounds great with the Wizards now at Capital One Arena. It's been a it's been a really great experience because they have a great sound system down there. Uh, you get I think you get a little bit more scattered results, you know, than some of the boxing that you know, that I do, yeah. I've been lucky enough to do Madison square garden a number of times and announce fights in Vegas. And then, you know, but, uh, you know, this weekend I'll be in Philly and Atlantic city and we'll see what they have for me when, uh, when I arrive. Yeah. Do uh, you ever get, do you get the press food, the press box food? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Who, who has the best? I mean, I love Yankee stadium cause I can literally have ice cream before we go to the production meeting. So the, the ice cream machine's always on. So, oh, yeah. nice. so that's a good thing. I like McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you want to make a McFlurry, yo? It ain't breakfast no more. <laughs> yeah. They, they total ice cream freedom at Yankee yeah. stadium. So that's, that's always, always on. I, I want to add, we probably don't have too much time to talk about this, but you, I just want to make sure I ask this because you, I remember you telling me a story of one of your roommates. You had a, you, one of your roommates was a legendary Purdue basketball coach, uh, Gene Keedy. I, you, you were his, you were roommates for a year, correct? Yeah, that's correct. So coach Katie was uh, wildly older than you. What is the circumstance 40, 40 in years, which, yeah. Years, yeah. So what, just, yeah, it's a little what strange. 80 sitcom were you two? <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think we missed out. Yeah. I'm really cashing in, but it was definitely an odd couple sort of situation. Coach Katie was on our bench at St. John's and, uh, he uh we had him in a hotel a five-star hotel on central park for the first season that he was here and you know, he was by himself a lot and he wasn't having as great of a time as you know maybe that you should be when you're you have such a luxurious accommodation so i said coach you know i was living on the east side and he was living on the east side too i said uh i'm gonna get a place you know i was like you know forward me your rent money whatever that is and i'll put it toward my place. And mm-hmm. then, you know, so it's, it's a duplex apartment. So it wasn't like, it wasn't as, uh, as, as cozy, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as cozy as, as yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe you'd think, but, uh, yeah, coach K I was 35 coach Katie was 75. Uh, you know, there was a lot of whiskey and steaks <laughs> yeah. and, you know, we, we lost a lot of games that year, lost 19 games that year. So wow. we, uh, we went out quite a bit. Both gained forty pounds. We had a, we had a tremendous uh, we, had a, we had a tremendous experience. We had a great great year as roommates, and we're still close. Coach Katie's like family. Uh, he's in town, uh, you know, in the aftermath of Thanksgiving, still here in New York. So uh, he uh, came by yesterday. So we all he watched football and you know played with uh, my my little guy. One of our neighbors came over from down the hall, so they were kind of like running around. Beautiful. Awesome. watching football. Yeah, yeah we had a great we had a great just, time. Yeah. This is a movie. This, this is a, a movie. It's just a lot of <laughs> Everybody says it's a book, but that sounds like a lot of work for me. Like everybody's like assigning me work. Oh, you should write a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, well, maybe. Ghostwriter. <laughs> I, I talk for a living. Up. I don't write stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very. Well, listen to me say it. <laughs> well, this is an audio book. Yeah. This is absolutely awesome. Uh, how can people sort of follow along what it is that you've got coming up next? Sure. Well, um, so my personal Instagram is at Mark Fratto. And then I have uh, social media for my business account, which is Lineker media. We do some TV production. We do some streaming production and then all the announcing work. I always kind of, you know, preview that or recap that, um, at Lineker media on Instagram, on Twitter and on Facebook as well. So awesome. We'll check out all of our projects. Congrats there. with everything you're doing, man. Yeah. This has been but I, I can't, I can't leave the set of the cooligans without giving you guys a proper introduction. This is happening. Okay. Right, this is what I'm right. waiting All right. For. Well, yeah, might as well. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the West side of Manhattan, New York city. This is the soccer cool yes! football, <laughs> pizza, everything in between introducing first coming out of Brooklyn. Please welcome Christian. Paul. <laughs> 
and his tag team partner from the Brick City, North New Jersey, Thomas y Caballeros, Alexis Guerreros. This is me stabbing. Here's your, here's <laughs> Unbelievable. Thank you okay? so much. Mark's absolutely amazing. All right. Thank you, Mark. We'll be back with more after this, everybody. Wasn't that great? Mark Frado. Incredible. So, made me happy that yeah, man the announcing okay what is of it of us christmas already that was crazy <laughs> that was awesome so thank you again mark frado for for joining us uh there's a couple other things we need to talk about you know in my head i've always feel like i should be announced that way when i walk in a room oh wow so it was nice for that to finally happen oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. those uh that, that th- those voices are usually schizophrenia <laughs> nah it's usually like yo, you're amazing <laughs> it's never like yo stab someone it's like yo you're amazing even though when he announced me instead of the boxing i was yeah. doing the stab because you said brick city you know what i mean yeah alexis has the opposite of depression yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> like- when, when commercials are like do you feel down i'm like nope next <laughs> channel how could i i got mirrors <laughs> so um there's a couple of things we need to discuss uh more news that are coming out right now it's just it's happening right in our ears it's crazy Morse code in our ear. <laughs> um first uh into miami there there have been rumors uh of what they're because they, they still don't have a coach they do not have a coach uh, although their roster's filling up yeah little by little yeah they've got seven midfielders five defenders now two goalkeepers two forwards okay but so they're figuring things out but one yeah. of the names that popped up for a uh, possible head coach was patrick vieira formerly of nycfc currently at nice in, right. uh, in Ligue 1. well he made it a big deal well remember when he was at nycfc they found out that he had gone to france and he was like no 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 just visiting a sick family member. That's it. My grandmother died. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Turns out, unless that sick family member also works for Nice, <laughs> you were there negotiating a contract, young man. So now they've the rumors going all over the place that he's going to be the new Inter Miami coach. Yes. And what does he say? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. No truth to these rumors. <laughs> yeah, he's saying he, that he still will uh, be at Nice, even though Nice is not uh, doing uh, very well at the moment. I think he's in tenth or twelfth place. I mean, he's not. He's not in the relegation zone. Yeah. So, uh, but not only did we, so Inter Miami and also like Nashville, they they made a couple moves. They're go, uh, you know, they just got um, uh, Dominic Baji from FC Dallas. Right. So they're trying to get uh, uh, players to to hopefully not have a. You know, FC Cincinnati type season. You don't want an FC Cincinnati. <laughs> That's all you don't want. But one of the names are uh, actually just this was just announced uh, for Inter Miami. Uh, they have just signed uh, Luis Robles, uh, uh, who was his option was not picked up by the New York Rebels. So he's a free agent able to go wherever he wanted. Well, he was captain. And you know what happens when you become captain of the Rebels? That you're is, on a short leash. It, right? is, a, it, is, it is a game of the captain. The captaincy is a game of hot potato out there <laughs> yeah. for the New York Rebels. We're going to make you captain, but we're also going <laughs> to let you go in a year. So I hope you're cool with that. Uh, but he was making half a million dollars a year. He was making a base salary of 490000 so uh, a free agent, you would assume, is going to get paid more than that. Yeah. He's 35 years old. A great keeper. Still a great keeper, yeah. And here's the thing about keepers. They can, they're good until their 40s. So you're fine, mm-hmm. right? Great keeper. I, clearly someone. I'm not a huge fan of having a goalkeeper be a captain, but having met him and having seen sort of how he sort of controls his back line and, and yeah. how he can help sort of guide and the how, team. How, how he uh, helped us run an auction. Yeah. I mean, he got so much more money than we expected. <laughs> we were starting to roast some of the people like, we know you rich, you got money. And he was like, yeah, I know. You're like, he was getting in on it. Yeah. So if you don't know, a couple, uh, this is about a year ago, two years ago, yeah. we uh, we were hosting a charity event for Met Oval in Metropolitan Oval, which 
which is a like a soccer academy. And and Lu- Luis Robles was at the event with us, and we they they had they asked us to run an auction to give away some like signed jerseys and things like that. So we guilted him to coming on stage. And we told with him, us, like, like, hey man, get, get up here. These people are not excited about us. Yeah, so you need to, about us. You need to help also, us. Also, one of the jerseys was an autographed. Um, uh, what's a guy who went to play for Leipzig now? Uh, Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams. It was uh, autographed Tyler Adams. We were like, you know him. Yeah. Get up here. Talk about him a little bit. You know him quite well. Yeah. Uh, I know that you know, as soon as, uh, you know, the celebrity soccer player was a part of the auction, all of a sudden these rich people had a little bit more money oh, to offer. This sexy tall guy shows up <laughs> and all of a sudden these rich people are just writing checks. <laughs> yeah. I think we got like $3,500. Yeah. Which is like pretty crazy. We were at like 400 before he got up there. Uh, but no, we, you know, we've gotten to hang out with Luis Robles a little bit and yeah. uh, a great dude will hope wish him the best I know he probably would have wanted to stay at New York Red Bulls uh, for a little bit longer maybe you know be a little bit of a you know lifer or, or end his career with the team but that unfortunately is not the case uh yeah, it's a, it's a real shame, but he's also one of those players that you bring in, but he adds stability. He adds a little bit of sort of guidance. This this makes me a bit more comfortable about Inter Miami's inaugural season. I think <laughs> you would think they're going to be a little bit in. They're not going to be giving up a bunch of bunch of goals. That's I what, mean, it all depends on the on the on the back line. But I, yeah, so far they've got one really great piece. I just I feel a little bit better. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're going to win the league. But yeah, well, the, the, the water's got a little less choppy around Miami <laughs> just now. That's all. Exactly. Uh, a couple other things. Champions League happened uh, last week. And right? we don't care. No, I'm joking. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, again, I, you know, I hate to be a, a big homer, but it's so, it's so easy to watch on football TV. Yeah, it is. Saying, it's just you like, could find it anywhere. <laughs> it's, just so, it's literally so much soccer. I'm like, who has the time to watch all this? Right. It's <laughs> just too much. Actually, it feels like it's not enough. That's how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but this was a a, a thing that was uh, kind of around on social media. Uh, Rihanna attending the uh, Juventus uh, match, and she graced. She graced. Yes. She graced soccer with her presence, <laughs> yes. and also she did it up big. Like you know, like when when big time soccer players show up to games, especially when it comes to things like Champions League, mm-hmm. they do it up big. Nobody does it up bigger than Rihanna. She showed up. <laughs> you love to see it. I mean, in in the amount of like she's she's wearing a full blown leather le- and fur. leather fur the the Louis Vuitton. It looked like a purse, but it's a it's a Louis Vuitton soccer ball that's worth thirty eight forty five hundred dollars. Something crazy okay. like that. Reasonable. It's not a purse. She was carrying around just a ca- soccer ball. Just carrying around a soccer ball. <laughs> that's it. A, just a Louis V soccer ball. Who are you? <laughs> she was given a jersey that's is Riri on the back. You love it. The team tagged her as like bad girl Riri is here. It's like, what? Like, Yo. this is amazing when the two worlds we love collide. And I, I just look, I love that she's supporting, uh, you know, a champ going to Champions League, going to a match in Italy, supporting Juventus. What's up with MLS, Riri? Come on, yo. Yo, well, show up to, uh, you know, Columbus Crew versus <laughs> FC Cincinnati. Why not? The hell is real, Darby. <laughs> you know? Because then we'll, we'll know we'll know you about it. Yeah. What about, <laughs> you know, uh, Meg the Stallion, the Stallion? <laughs> Why does she show up to when Miami, Inter Miami plays Atlanta United? That'd be lovely. Come on. Okay. That's what we need to see more of that. So, we, look, whatever we got to do, we guilt you, shame you. Yeah, we'll do it. It's nice. Bring this L- right. L- Louis Vuitton 
Soccer ball. Yo, get Doja Cat at LAFC <laughs> versus LA Galaxy. Okay, MLS, get on this. Oh, Sweetie, any <laughs> So ridiculous. The other thing I wanted to talk also, about. Also, Chefs to Juventus, man, when they said they were going to become a brand, they were not lying. Sure. Like they, they, changed their, they, they changed their badge. They changed forever. Yeah, no they, one liked that one. No one liked that one. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, we don't care. Riri's at like, our games. Man, man. <laughs> Tell it to Rihanna. Okay, when Chester Rapp is at a Chicago Fire game, uh, yeah. they're going to be a little different. Well, that's because his albums ain't doing so well. What so are you talking about? Chance is great. I love Chance. Mm, terrible anyway, he rapper. goes to Red Stars game, so shout out to Chance. He's, he was at a Red Stars game. Was he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he hates his music that much. He won't even I give just, him any credit. I don't get it. He's I great. don't get where it comes from. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about real, real quick was... Um, Tell me what Chief Keef shows up. <laughs> the announcement of um, the, the new schedule for MLS. They, now that... It, so Nashville... Not only is it condensed. <laughs> condensed well, it's not condensed. Well, it's still... Uh, it's, no, it's even... It's the shortest it's even season. More con- okay. Yeah. So it's still 34 games. Nashville announced they are going to be in the Western Conference. Uh, Inter- Which Miami. is where they, of course, belong geographically. Everybody knows that. You look at a map. <laughs> Inter-Miami... Nashville's in Las Vegas. <laughs> Everyone knows that. It's right next to it. Uh, uh, Inter Miami's in the Eastern Conference, obviously. But because of this, now, uh, because of the expansion, now they, uh, every team in MLS will not play each other. Well, we don't even have a balanced schedule, so who cares at this point? You don't Get care. a balanced schedule. Every team should play each other home and away, and that's it. <laughs> Rihanna <Yeah>. said so. <laughs> you sure it wasn't Morisa that said it? <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, so look, I, it's un, it's a bummer. That that's the thing that makes me uh, the most unhappy that they uh, every team won't play each other. Kind of diminishes the value of the supporter shield. Yeah, of course it does. Okay, so thank you for agreeing with me for the first time on the show, <laughs> Alexis Girls. All right, you did it. That's made right. It, made it through another one. I thought you were talking to me or the or the fans. I'm talking to both of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always I'm always impressed uh, yeah, when like you Alexis hasn't, <laughs> hasn't just fallen asleep <laughs> or completely given up. It, incredible. Yeah. So it's already our 24th episode. Of, How crazy uh, of is this that? Uh, television? Show. Congratulations! Look, huh? at Look at this. We did a quarter of a of a hundred shows almost. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's right about that. Ah, <laughs> Thank you again for, uh, for tuning in. Uh, shout out again to Mark Frado for joining us. Uh, Incredible. If you, yes, if you go to an NYCFC game, uh, the, he is the voice that you will be hearing. Awesome uh, to have him join us. You'll also probably hear us because we're very loud at yes. the games. That's right. So <laughs> it's not just Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so again, uh, thank you again for, for tuning in. Uh, make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans. Follow at Football Sports. Also, uh, follow the YouTube channel if you guys want to watch uh, some of the older episodes that they go up on the YouTube channel see as well. what we look like we're gorgeous also next week we got two guests two guests we're gonna be joined by Ico Power of Minnesota United and Ivis Galarsson okay of uh, only uh, people named Ives <laughs> of uh, FBI Soccer yeah. so uh, make sure you tune in next week it's gonna be great so I'm I Alexis my name is Christian Polanco I'm Alexis Guerrero together what are we the Cougars the Cougars